How do small startups attract the big partnerships they need to succeed? Today, we talk with Darren Fair of Visby about how he bootstrapped his way to collaborations with Fortune 500 media companies and how his partnership with Johnny Walker at Ruled helped him do it. Welcome back to another edition of The Angel Nest, where real angel investors and entrepreneurs partner to build great companies. I'm David Hemingway. I'm a five-time founder and now an active angel investor, and my mission here is to tell the stories that are powering innovation. If you've ever wondered how the content from all your internet devices syncs up and even matches what you watch on smart TV, our guest today can explain. Darren Fair is the founder of Visby. Their software allows your mobile devices to sync seamlessly behind the scenes and even helps deliver the content that you actually want to see. We're also joined by Johnny Walker, the co-founder of Ruled Outsourced Accounting, CFO, and Advisory Services. Johnny and his team have been working with Visby since the beginning. Darren, congratulations on building such an amazing company, and I really want to hear how you were able to partner with, you know, big media companies so early. But first, if you would, give us a a 30-second tutorial on how Visby works that even a non-technical guy like me can understand. Happy to. Well, first of all, you can think of Visby as a, the name, as sort of a, a slight euphemism for video frisbee. And our tagline is, play catch with your TV. You know, I think as consumers, we all have realized that the, you know, the transition of television and film from cable or even broadcast to streaming on all your devices is clearly here. And what Visby is all about is making all the apps in which you can enjoy great content, television content, sports content that are in your home on various devices, including your phone and your TV devices, they all behave like one app with intimate knowledge of you. So if you like a sports app, like, for example, we just did uh, March Madness um, with, with uh, TBS, TNT, and CBS. Uh, if you like sports content and you wanted to watch a basketball game and you download it on your phone, well, with Visby, by the time you get home into your house, that app is already installed on all of your streaming devices, your Fire TV, your, your, your Chromecast, your Xbox, your Samsung, your, your Vizio TV. So if you have a smart TV or a streaming device, what Visby does is from the mobile app, we automatically detect all the devices in your home. We create a, at the software level, a cross-device fabric in the home that allows all your devices to know about each other, synchronize, and for the consumer, that means you have just a seamless cross-device experience. So you can discover content on your phone, and with one tap, it'll start playing in your living room. The phone becomes a remote control. You never have to pick up that that physical brick with up, down, left, right to put in your password again. It just logs you in. So, Johnny Walker, you and your team at Ruled, which you're based in California, but you operate all over the U.S., and you've really partnered with Visby from the beginning, right? It sounds like you were not only doing accounting services, but also providing some CFO support. Yes. Uh, thank you, David. Yeah, we have worked with Visby since one of the first early rounds of fundraising uh, performed by the company, which is really the ideal time uh, to get engaged with a, a, a white glove service, a, uh, an accounting service that really is going to give you the visibility and the reliability in the financial reporting. And I think when I look back at the time of working with Darren and his team, we've had the best of both worlds. We've had an accounting function that's really delivered that reliable reporting, but we've been able to overlay on top the CFO function that's given Darren a very clear understanding for where the business is going from a financial standpoint. And because of the depth of experience we've had with Darren, we've been able to optimize that. We've been able to make it very efficient. And, you know, Darren's impressive 
positive in, in so many ways, but one um, element where we really see an amazing uh, uh, level of resource is being able to optimize and, and maximize the efficiency that Darren gets from the cash that he has raised from equity investors. And that uh, I would say that he's been able to do that to greatest effect because he's had very strong visibility on the cash runway, uh, how the business is performing, and we've been able to give that information to him, which we've been thrilled about. So, Darren, as you've been putting together these partnerships and soliciting investment, I mean, how important, you know, was the financial infrastructure and accounting functions that uh, Johnny and his team were providing, you know, early on, right up to today? Well, when you when you start a company from zero, cash is air, and so if you want to breathe, you've got to you've got to manage cash very tightly. But moreover than that, especially when you're building sort of a you know you have a big vision and you're building something that you think will be a big company someday, you start small, but you got to play like you're big. So part of the dance is really you know to be very lean be very responsible about capital efficiency. You only want to raise as little as possible. Obviously, you're caring about your founding team. You want to ma- manage the right amount of cash, but the right amount, limit the right the amount of dilution. You don't know how many cycles you're going to go through, but yet you got to play like you're a big company if your customers are multi-billion dollar, in my case, media businesses. So part of the art of the dance is to make sure that you know, and, and again, finance being the language of business, your finance functions got to be there at the at the pace in which you're operating at a very you know early stage, rapid pace startup. You've got to be able to project the professionalism to customers so they think you're much bigger than you are. But all the way along along the way, you've got to manage it like your checkbook, and so that you don't run out of cash, but you don't take too much cash that breeds bad behavior or over dilutes that you can manage successfully through the cycles of an early stage. And I think that, you know, with Johnny uh, and Rule, I mean, and Ruled, they've been able to do that. You know, specifically, we met, I met, I was introduced to Johnny by one of my angel investors, um, you know, and it was, well, you know, look, I'm pretty good with a sped- spreadsheet. My background, I came up through pretty good financial management pedigree. I can, I can manage the books, but I really, but, but I don't have time to do that as a startup CEO. And I need someone who can do the tactical stuff, but also when I'm thinking and just brainstorming about, well, how do we package and price a new product and what will be the financial impact or the timing of cash management or ARAP impact of the way we package and price or license software, I can have a strategic conversation and then that turns around to be tactically implemented all within an hour or two. And that's really what I would say that, and and do that where it doesn't break the bank when we're managing this uh, company like our checkbook. So I think that Johnny and the rule team have been really that for us. They've been able to be super responsive, be able to be, uh, to to be relatable both on a strategic and a tactical level and operate with a level of earnestness and, you know, personal touch required when you're a very early stage company building for a later stage. Uh, Darren, you mentioned how you were referred to Johnny by one of your angel investors. And, you know, all of us in the angel investing area uh, have founders who just don't see the priority in getting their numbers together uh, and having a consistent reporting system uh, around their accounting. And you clearly embraced that early on, and it seems to have contributed to your success. 
Well, sure. A lot of people, you know, obviously when you're doing early stage companies and startups, you know, a lot of people like to point at those unicorns, that, but there's also a lot of gravestones. And the way that you get a chance to make it to the 1% is you got to be able to avoid a lot of near-death experiences. And one of the, one of the and, and, and you can't control the, the macro market timing or macro conditions. So one of the things you can control is, you know, how tightly you manage your cash and your financials, one, so that you have the ability to react, but, you know, also so that you can adjust, you know, as, as, the, as the external environment changes on you, which, which is not in your control. Johnny, is that the best kind of relationship where you really are part of the team, right? You're really uh, involved in the strategy of the business. Yeah, I think for, for us to deliver the kind of service that we target, it does depend upon having a great relationship with the founder and the founding team. And we, we clearly have that in this situation and in, in our engagement with with Darren, which we're very, very proud. Uh, and I think that that gives us like a, a clear and very deep understanding of where the business is at and where it's going. And then we can really help set expectations for Darren as to what he can get from us and what we can do. So that, that bi-directional relationship really gives us a chance to provide maximum maximum value to the client, which has been extremely enjoyable in the case of Visby. So Darren, bring us up to date. What's Visby doing now and, and what does the next year or two look like? <laughs> a lot of growth. For us, you know, we are, we kind of are growing on a couple of different axes. Um, you know, certainly there's a, there's a lot of streaming apps out there and they're growing and changing. And so we're continuing to grow our footprint and trying to help great brands, you know, extend their audience across all devices in the home. But from a consumer experience perspective, we're also innovating. Um, so one of the pieces of our puzzle is that the, all the devices in the home are also synchronized in real time. So that means that you watch something on the TV, well, a corresponding interactive event can show up on your phone in real time. So that opens the doorway for a lot of what we call community experiences or shared viewing experiences. So things like inviting your friends to a viewing party to binge a series at a certain period of time in a way where you can just talk, your phone microphone will pick it in, pick it up, and it'll and it, the audio will play out in someone else's home and sync, uh, where you can chat, where there can be voting and polling. So we also see gaming coming in a big way where you know, you can, uh, where you can, obviously not just because the regulatory environment of betting is shifting, but just interactivity in general. So we see, a, 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 we see a, a lot of immersive experiences changing in and around content, watching and shopping. All that is finally becoming a reality. And one of the foundational building blocks is cross device or in our case, phone and TV synchronization. So we see, a, we see a, a lot of innovation on the product experience coming. Um, we see more and more, uh, you know, uh, great content brands sort of realizing that it's got to be really simple for consumers, right? You know, you can't, you, you just, it's all, it just has to work. If you if you sign up even on your mobile bill now, you'll see carrier-based billing for a streaming service and you tap a button, it should just be there in every room in your house. And it should automatically be logged in and know about your preferences or your playlist or your shopping cart in every home, every device in your home. So those are the types of things that are coming for Bisbee and that we're, we're really excited about innovating on. That's just amazing. You know, every time you think technology can't get any more fascinating, right? More possibilities open up. Although I have to tell you, and, and it's surprising, but in, in my household, I think we're ahead of the curve because we've been watching and shopping for a long time. So 
<laughs> well, yeah, yes, I think they, they're, uh, there's something like the number, latest number I heard was over 60 million people watch with their phone, obviously, the whole time they're viewing on TV. Now, the synchronization piece makes that much more of a compelling proposition if you can be offered a deal. Sure. <laughs> and it's relevant to what your interests are. Exactly, exactly. Darren and Johnny, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on creating some truly amazing technology and just as important, uh, the ability to get the attention of the big partners that you needed to grow the market. It's just tremendous. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much, Darren. Thank you, David. You can find contact information for our guests today at our website, theangelnest.com, where you can also reach me if you know of a company or an exciting opportunity we should talk about. My email is david at theangelnest.com. I'm David Hemingway. We produce The Angel Nest with help from David Newhoff at the beautiful Art Deco Film Center building just outside of Times Square in New York. Thanks for listening, and here's hoping my fellow investors and the founders they support find their next great venture. So long until next time.